So for those of you who don't know, Anya is um, Polish and she's visiting us at the moment from a church in Poland in a little town called Apole. And um, some of us have been tracking with her and her church for quite a few years now. So um, I'm just going to hand over to you and you can take it away. Thank you. Well, it's a pleasure to be here and to share um, how God has worked in my life. Um, I will be sharing uh, not necessarily about my testimony, how God has touched my heart in the first place, uh, but um, what he has done in the past year, which was uh, really hard. Uh, Let me start with this question. Uh, Do you know a situation when uh, a small kid, like my six-year-old niece, um, wants something, and she cannot get it because her mom or her dad will tell her no, and then uh, she's... um, She's, uh, she's already bitter. She doesn't want to focus on anything else. Her parents would tell her to do something or stay focused on something different. But she really wanted that one thing and she couldn't have it. And now her day is without any joy. She cannot focus on anything else. It's like um, nothing that her parents would tell her to do is interesting. Uh, even if it is, it, it's not for her anymore. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes? Yeah, we all we all do that though, um, even when we're older. So yes, my name is Anya, and I'm from Opole, Poland. I work there in an American company. I work in an office. I'm very analytical, task-oriented, ambitious. Well, that's what I would normally say about myself. But um, I think what is more important is that uh, I've been walking with uh, with uh, the Lord Jesus, with God, in my life for the past ten years which is really something to celebrate. And um, you might say, wow, 10 years, Uh, she's so mature. Um, But, you know, we don't get mature the same way physically as we do spiritually. We don't get wrinkles. Um, It's not seen in us suddenly wearing glasses or walking slower or things like that. It's completely different. And this process of learning and growing in maturity requires faith. And that's not always very easy. And how we walk with Christ every day, uh, what decisions we make uh, daily, basically, that's what makes us grow spiritually. Um, And oftentimes it is um, through hardship or pain or some difficult situations. Um, But we were just talking with someone today um, that uh, oftentimes it's the best way uh, to learn to trust uh, God. And I really want to tell you about this um, very challenging situation that happened um, last year uh, in September. Uh, I just want to tell you that I am a believer. I've believed in Christ um, about 10 years ago. I know he died for my sins. I know what he did on the cross. I know he bore all my sins uh, on the cross and that he uh, died and rose uh, from the grave three days after. And he is now with his father. He's a living God And he is my God and my uh, Savior, so that is definitely something I want to say before I go into the story. Uh, Last year, I was in the States, uh, and there was a really potentially, I really have to emphasize it, potentially threatening situation um, that really showed the condition of my heart, Um, the trust that I had for for God, for, for the Lord, and 
The situation was uh, a hurricane that was um, about to come in this area where I was. Um, we didn't really know whether it would come there or not, but, um, but it was about to come, and that stirred so much fear in my heart. And I was really uh, wondering, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I need to know? What is it that I should do in connection to the situation? Or what is it that I should... Um, do maybe I should go back home earlier or change my ticket. Maybe I will not be able to go back home. And uh, there was a lot of threat in the news um, at that moment. Uh, and instead of trusting that God has it under control, instead of following the, the advice of my friends who were there who knew how to behave in such situations, uh, I decided to act completely on different. Um, uh, things and and I chose to be controlled by fear and I don't know if you know this word uh, fear we kind of fear it I think as well uh, the situation was really paralyzing I did not it did not allow me to sleep properly uh, it made me obsessed really with constant trying to figure out on my own what is it that I need to do what to do to sort of save myself in this situation uh, to come out of this threat, to not allow it to come near me at all. And I even got sick at the end of uh, my stay with my friends because I didn't have enough sleep. I was so stressed as well. Uh, going back to that story of this girl um, who doesn't want to focus on anything else but just this one thing that she wants, um, my situation uh, and the situation that I'm telling you about it did not allow me to look to God because this fear that was so powerful and so big in my life, uh, and therefore, lack of proper faith in God, that just really paralyzed me. And instead of focusing on God being in control, instead of knowing um, that he knows what will happen, instead of trusting that he will be, bring me through his way, no matter what happens, no matter the circumstances, I really acted in fear, and it was a devastating moment um, that paralyzed me then to see how my faith looks like um, because of the situation. It's like a magnifying glass that just shows um, what was in my heart, and that was um, really scary as well. So now, <coughs> excuse me. So that was September last year, and only a few months later, uh, not long ago actually, I, um, I realized that I was not only lacking faith and wondered what I should do about it, um, but uh, I saw what the enemy was. I told you about the fear, but uh, the real issue was also the fact that um, God was not big enough um, in my life. And I was really, I think, focused on what is it that I need to do, what is the source of my fears, what is it that I need to do, um, and, and everything in it was also really focused on myself. But what I've learned is that I really need to have God big in my life, and I really need to focus on him, what is it that, um, that he can do, or who he is really, instead of just looking to myself uh, for saving myself in the situation, and, and it really brought me to uh, my fears. And just recently, I was given a glimpse of another um, puzzle of why I struggled so much with uh, trusting God as I should. 
Um, and I want you to know it because we all struggle with similar things. We all have fears um, that are really in control of our own lives or stopping us from doing something, a little bit like chains that do not allow us to go somewhere where God would want us to go because we just are controlled by them. And it's, um, and it's called really a fear of man. Uh, we can find a lot of um, descriptions of it in the Bible. Uh, you can find it sometimes called peer pressure or codependency, uh, fearing criticism uh, of, of others and not really wanting to share your opinions on something because you might not look really nice in the eyes of others. Uh, maybe people-pleasing. Uh, all of these examples that I was reading about um, showed me that this was also my issue, that that God was not big enough in my life and people and myself in the situation as well, were really big. Um, the Bible calls it uh, idolatry. Other people and myself were bigger than God himself. And, um, and that was hard to face after um, knowing that I've been walking with God for 10 years. You know, it's easy to say, oh, you have to trust God. You know, you have to trust God in this or trust God in that. But when it comes to a situation that really shows us our heart, um, we, we face uh, our fears and we realize um, that we have not trusted God as we should, as he really wanted us to. Um, and in our lives, Christ is oftentimes limited by the fear that enslaves us and makes us focus on our strength or our fear instead of putting God in control of our lives completely. And I was thinking of it as um, going uh, in a racing car that can go 200 kilometers per hour and you only go 20. It's Fear makes you limit what God can do in your life. And that's it shouldn't be this way in our lives. <clears throat> so deep in my heart, I realized I was really seeking for the approval of others. Um, I really wanted to be loved by others. I really wanted to be accepted. Um, and then I realized uh, and learned through the process that only in Jesus I can be fully accepted because he was fully accepted by his father and his identity was um, really uh, strong in who he was and who God was and uh, God loved him. Um, Mark 1.11 says, um, Jesus spoke, uh, God spoke in a loud voice about Jesus, and he said, You are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. So it's not through our works, it's not what we say or what we do. We cannot really save ourselves. Our friends cannot do it either. Um, it has to be through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And I realized really that it's not only on that moment when you come to faith in Christ, but it's really daily that you have to remember that it's by his works, by Jesus' work on the cross, that you're saved and the grace is there, available to you every day. And I learned that this problem shows, um, well, in my life, that people, well, not all of them, um, just certain people, have power to control me, have power to um, say something or ask me to do something, and I would because I would fear their rejection or they're not accepting me. Um, and in this situation, because of what I needed in exchange from them, um, 
they were really big in my life and God was small. And it, uh, it's a disturbing discovery um, to someone who's been walking with God for 10 years. It scared me to my bones, really. It felt like I was having a heart attack. It wasn't physically, but spiritually. And I need to be taken to a hospital. Like, immediately, this has to be dealt with. Like, like I cannot leave it for later or say, oh, I can handle this later. Like, it wasn't something like, I don't know, making breakfast. It was something that was really important and it felt like I need to go to hospital in a sense like it has to be dealt with immediately there was no time to waste there was no time to wonder don't move anywhere until you meet with your God don't run to anyone but God and better yet get on your knees and that's what happened I I cried a lot I I prayed uh, a lot, and um, I really want God to be the only source of my love and acceptance in my life. I spent a lot of time praying, reading about it, um, trying to understand what the source of my lack of faith was. Um, I was asking God to help me spend more time with him. And I want you to know and to tell you that you should seek God with all your heart in all circumstances. If there are some fears that you... Um, find or see well find them and bring Jesus to them because you don't want them to control you and fear really um, I think I didn't realize it um, that fear really means there's something missing in your trust with God or of God do not allow yourself to miss a blessing of a joyful life like thinking about this girl that you can have with God Maybe he wants you to become a missionary. What fear stops you from following that conviction? Maybe he wants you to be honest in your test at school or maybe at work. What fears stop you from living a life that is pleasing to God at school or at work? Do not focus on pleasing the gods of your life, um, ideas or things or maybe people. Trust God with all your heart and let him work, let him act. As it's written in one of my favorite Psalms, uh, Psalm 37, verse 5, where it says, Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. And it's a big lesson to learn, really, to trust God. But it really starts on our knees. And for me, the fear to face um, at the moment, which is very real, is to quit my job um, somewhere around May and go to a Bible college that I have been uh, accepted to and admitted to next year in the summer and um, you know I'm 39 years old I have a full-time job I'm actively um, ministering in in the church Um, I have a car I have a place to stay and there's a lot of things to let go of and that's not very easy and you wonder what is going to be next Uh, Why would God want to send me there? Like, what are the reasons for it? Am I running away from something? Like, you're searching for fears, and that's not the right way to do it. And I have so many questions that are unanswered, but but I know I will find them all in Jesus, and it's going to take time um, to spend with him, really, and to seek his presence. And um, I have these questions. Does faith require all the answers. Uh, 
to take a step following Jesus. You may be wondering about it um, as well. Should I follow Jesus? With such um, questions in your mind, you have to answer it in the end before God. I want to encourage you to walk with the Lord, with Jesus. I would never want to go back only to being an ambitious worker without being a child of God. I do not want to give my life with God for a life filled only with ambition and success. I want to follow his calling in my life no matter what, and I know it's not easy. And I want to ask you this, what do you fear that stops you to take the steps of faith with God in your life? And I would like us to, um, to pray with a prayer from Mark 9.24. There is a story of a man who comes to Jesus and asks him for help, healing, um, to get rid of an evil spirit from his son. And Jesus says to this man, All things are possible for one who believes. And immediately the father of the child cries out and says, I believe help my unbelief and I would like for us to pray with that I believe Lord Jesus help my unbelief thank you thank you very much Anya um, for sharing with us I'm just going to pray quickly with Anya Um, I wonder if um, Cam and Signa would you like to come up and just Pray with me. You can do whatever you like. (laughs) Lord, we thank you so much for our sister Anya. We thank you for um, the way that your grace has been shown in her life, um, for the goodness that you have shown her, and for um, the freedom that she has found in you. Lord, we um, see that she is facing a future that is unknown to her, but we know that it is fully known to you. So I ask, Lord, that you will be strengthening her and comforting her, that you will be filling her with your peace, um, that you will be continuing to remove um, fear from her heart and replacing it with a deep trust in you. Lord, we know that you are faithful and we know that you go before us and we know and trust that you will continue to guide Anya, whatever is in her future. Lord, each of us struggle with unbelief, but we ask that you will help us in our unbelief, that you will help us to see more of who you are to know you more fully. So, Lord, we just ask that you will be blessing Anya. We commit her to you. We thank you so much for her faithfulness to you and for the way that she's encouraged us tonight. So we just leave her in your hands and we thank you so much for her. Amen. Amen.